In the spirit of reconciliation, the Theatre Thoughts podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all traditional custodians of the land on which our episodes are recorded. But it was also a lot of me trying to pursue Ryan because Ryan would avoid me in the hallways because oh, okay. he was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, one day I was walking out the back and he's like, I need to ask you a question. And I was like, okay. And I'm waiting. And he's like, message me. I was like, yeah, I was like okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in, in essence, the weirdest thing yeah, a guy me. could do to you. Like, <laughs> hey, I need to talk to you. It's like, oh, cool. What do you want to talk about? Message me. I had to make a quick exit, exit stage, right? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast, hosted by myself, Justin Clark, and featuring an array of Australia's best and brightest in the theatre industry and beyond. You can get full access to the podcast by signing up to our monthly email and joining the Theatre Thoughts Patreon community for as little as $3 a month. All the details can be found by heading over to our Instagram account at theatrethoughtsaus or our official podcast Instagram at ttpod underscore official. Let us know what you think of this episode by giving us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome everyone to a very special episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. I'm in a new studio today. I've gone out to do a collab with two amazing podcasters and artists um, who I've just recently fallen in love with. They both run the Tragic Thespians Podcast, which is an insight into jobs that make up the entertainment industry. They're both performers as well as working in the entertainment industry. One, oh actually both of them, uh, came from the Academy of Film, Theatre and Television uh, Katerina and Ryan. Ryan, who you would have seen in Superwog for four seconds, <laughs> which I'm so excited about. Katerina and Brian, Ryan Peters. Thank you so much for having me in studio. Oh, good. Thank you for having us yes. on your podcast. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. I'm very, I love coming out of the studio and going into like a new, new you know, yeah. new, new area. Yeah. Mm. And it's I funny, will, you'll probably I'm... hear me the, eat this cookie because it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me the cookie. Subway, man. They never fall short of no. their cookies. Yeah. Never, mm. never. I was actually thinking about like I was when we um, when we had you on with our episode just before. Mm. I was like, oh man, it would be a great idea for us to do one with you in your studio, wherever it is that you record it. Yeah. Mm. And then I immediately started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, but then that means we'd be guests. I've never done that before. Do you no. know what I mean? So then it became a thing of like I was like, how do I present as a guest? Like, do, like what yeah. do I do now? Because usually we ask questions, and it's kind of very cool and very whatever. But like, but like, 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 how, how did you feel weird doing our episode? Were you um, kind of like? Well, I, it wasn't like my first time because I I went on um, my friend's podcast. Rachel, she's got a podcast called Don't Be So Dramatic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so she had me on there probably oh, about six eight months ago or something. Mm. Right. Um, and being on that was weird. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I feel like when I did your episode, I was a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You um, eased into it a little bit yeah. more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. warmed yeah. up. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so it was weird, though, being a, a guest because, you know, 
I don't often talk about myself a lot. And so I just like, this is me. This is yeah, what yeah. I do. Aside from in the mirror at home when you're accepting your speech. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Oscar, I like, do have yeah. a little Academy Award from, uh, you know, Madame Two Swords that I bought. So. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool, cool. With your name engraved on it. Like, thank you so thank much. It's <laughs> like little old me when I wanted to be a movie star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much for letting me um, have you guys on, which is oh. awesome. Oh, good. This is really Our cool pleasure. experience. Yeah. Well, did you want to tell me about Tragic Thespians? Because I've listened to a few episodes of yours, mm. um, and I was like, you guys are great. Like, such <laughs> good chemistry, and you talk to, like, a lot of similar guests to me as well. Mm. So it's really interesting, um, as I've developed podcasting, to see everyone's different, like, mm. um, things. Because, obviously, there is a few of us who do podcasts, but everyone is very different in how they approach. Mm, sure. So... Can you kind of give us a bit of an idea of how you approach your guests? Yeah, so it's really as simple. I, I think I should take this question because Ryan, I like to call him the personality hire. <laughs> I have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very true. I am very much a personality hire. I really try to like some of the stuff Kat does. I'm like, man, I really like, because like, it, it ties in with your question, like mm. how we approach guests and stuff. It helps for me to be doing some of that stuff. And I swear to God, I try so hard. Yeah. But fucking ADHD, man. That's what I chalk it up to. Katz gets a little bit mad when I say that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not an excuse. I'm like, no, no, no I know no, it's no, not, it is, but it's it just, <laughs> it's like a neurologic, it like I, my brain's just weird. And I'm like... Yeah, so like I try to do it, but like I can barely sit still. Like yeah. my brain barely focuses. It's off on tangents twenty percent of the time. I mean, you're on our episode, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think it's great it's though. Weird. It makes for a good episode. Yeah, well, it does. It yeah. really, really does. Without me, you're nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just making me sound awful. No, you're not awful. I, you know, it's Terrible. just a thing. Yeah, she's awful mad. And she's black beard. Ew, yucky. <laughs> so, so yeah, you answered. <laughs> So basically, it's really, when we first started, mm. it was as simple as trying to get all our friends on that were in productions, being mm. like, please come on. Yeah. We really want to start this. And a lot of people will either be, that's so great, because when we started back in 2018, podcasts weren't really a thing here. Yeah, like, yeah, they were yeah. starting off. And I was very inspired by a podcast called The Lady Gang in America where yeah. it was it was already three established a journalist a fashion person and an yeah. actress Becca Tobin was the actress yeah, from Becca, Glee who was in Glee oh okay. <laughs> yes yeah. so which was my guilty pleasure oh sorry same, same mm. <laughs> and, I and really, then I kind of patted off at one stage I was like yeah. alright now it's enough <laughs> yeah well I stuck all the way through <laughs> oh my god bless you <laughs> <laughs> I did the, what no one else could <laughs> well Will yeah, Schuster yeah. deserves to be in jail that's all absolutely. I'm absolutely <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> absolutely so I was heavily inspired by that podcast just the idea of like interviewing your friends who are in shows and because I was just starting in the industry so I was like what a great way to get my name and other people's names out there mm. because it was a real big hustle it, it was easy like easier than it was back like you know in the 2000s to get work as an actor because we did have the rise of social media but it wasn't as easy as it is today right, where you yeah. can do something on TikTok and a PR agency will pick that up and be okay. like, you know, get yeah. you on a few premieres. Uh, so I did it originally for Ryan and I, struggling actors back in the mm. day, just trying to get our names out there. And we were like, okay, we can do this for our friends as well. So we just started getting them on. Yeah. They'll either say, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll say... Exactly where you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And because actors, <laughs> they do not shy away 
from yeah. how they feel. <laughs> yeah, what? That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got the boot many many times, um, but a lot of it was just me going, "How great would it be if I could grab this person on and just message them on Instagram?" Um, and then it did lead into a few uh, publicists and managers, uh, similar to like what you do. Not so many managers because I, uh, because our podcast is more casual, you know, mm. as as yours is as well. We like having, I like to describe a coffee conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, the biscuits and the cookies really. That's yeah. right. Yeah, for sure. They're a to... big seller yeah. with our guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to get everyone comfortable because we love. I always encourage going on tangents because mm. people. Uh, I. I've said it a million times and I'll say it a million times more. People are passionate with what you're passionate about. Mm. And when performers love to get passionate about yeah. what they're promoting, yeah. people love to watch and they can't wait. And they're yeah. the ones that do the best. Mm. And I would, I will say too on mm. that, if people love what you're passionate about, but it, it goes the extra mile if they see that you really enjoy yourself because then yeah. they enjoy themselves mm. Yeah, because they enjoy watching you kind of like, like fucking just having fun like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. like right now like you're in your element because you're interviewing us and this is great and it's cool to see you kind of like to asking questions and doing this kind of stuff yeah it's cool and we are enjoying it because you enjoy it do you know what mm. i mean it's like yeah, infectious no, energy gets shared around That's the right. room Definitely. and then it'll either build or like plateau or whatever yeah so yeah, I, I feel like enjoyment is massive massive mm. and all the guests that we've had on have never been like Oh yes, and and uh, thank you, and uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's never that. It's kind yeah. of like mm. I call it. A lot, I, I like to think of it like a pants off Friday. Like let's just oh, fucking yeah. relax. Yeah, and just chill, that kind of thing. Well, you got the desk here, so I mean, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> well, no one will see because we don't go waist down, <laughs> <laughs> so we're when safe. You, <laughs> none of us put are it in your pants. mind. I have no pants. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But yeah. absolutely, that's so. We try to make it as casual as possible. There are, um, of course, the performers that are a bit more media trained. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and they have to like, especially we're on for a show. It's like they can't go off tangent because they have to yeah. stay on brand. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. those ones I did find that I would struggle originally if you're not prepared for it. Mm. Yeah. But if you're prepared and you understand, of course, if you're in the industry, you understand a bit more that um, what people can and can't say. Yeah. So, yeah. So we just kind of go... Um, and there have been a few where I've had to contact um, where the guest had... Uh, the potential guest has been keen, but their manager was like, mm, yeah. not a good That step. happened to me mm. when oh. I tried, I wanted to really interview Chloe Zool after right. I saw her oh. in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, and I got in contact with her and she was really keen mm. to come on. I was like, fuck yeah, awesome. Thanks, yeah. Chloe. And then she went and asked like her producers and everyone over there and they said no. Um, yeah, right. Because I guess I assume Hamilton and you yeah. know, they don't find it viable or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was like, that was the first time I was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. Lot like, of that. oh, there's a team that has to deal with this, and they can say yeah. yes or no. It's weird because it's not. This isn't like a. We don't have a corporate side to yeah. us. Yeah. I imagine you don't either. No, like, it's no, just it's kind just of me. like, let's talk, man. <laughs> yeah. But come then and have you a go chat, like, hey, you, do you want to come on? And people are like, oh, I actually have to go through my PR team, and then there's blah yeah. blah blah. Interesting. And it's like, oh shit, there's like a whole chain. Yeah. yeah. Of and you people don't think that about it. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think as well because you we do a lot of independent theatre. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's so much easier because there yeah. is no like overhead. Yeah. Um, but when you hit the big shows like Mamma Mia, and I'm especially I've been speaking to um the. Disney, sorry, um, 
Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I don't know why I was going to say something else. Um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast team, and I know Disney itself is such a you know a machine. Yeah. That I have no idea how, how that's going to go about. Yeah. You know, because I'm in talks like trying to get Bell and, and the Beast on. Um, yeah, right. To have a chat with them. But uh, who knows? That's yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm, big absolutely. ones. Absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely right. That's the with the. What was I going to say? Yeah. So, like, even like for me, because my day job is TV, I can't mention too many things that. Yeah, of course. Com- like conflict with that. Yeah, I uh, don't often talk about my day job just because that's like a conflicting thing in itself. Super, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. And it's so, yeah, but it's funny because we've had people from, yeah, from Cursed Child over in Melbourne. That, oh, did you? Yeah. Awesome. Mm, but then, we were so excited to get them on and I've been... Who fo- did you talk to? Well, that's the thing. Their managers yeah. were like, Ah, yeah. interesting. So we were like, I was super excited just as a fan of the show. Yeah. Mm. Like theatrically, how, how how good it is and everything. We've seen it about like four or five times. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, my I only God. saw it recently. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, what did so you think? Good. I loved it. It was I great, it. right? So I like, still think the, the script is fan fiction. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's not one to sit down and read. You have to go and sure. watch it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. really good production value. And, well, actually, and mm. because we, sorry to interrupt. Um, because the you have to watch it to take in mm. what it's, how incredible it is. The dementals, the music itself, yeah. like mm. the story and how it weaves through. There's a mm. lot of stuff with time. Like it, it's great. The reason I wanted to get the the that this particular actor or actress on was because I was like, man, you've it feels like you've broken a mold for mm. theatre, right? Okay, because I haven't seen a show that has been that technically technologically yeah. intense yeah definitely um so i was like it was more a thing of like fuck like not reveal your secrets but a thing of like without saying anything how did this come about yeah. because mm. this would have needed funding in oh, in and out God, of the yeah. wazoo just to yeah. make it work well i mean the name itself they could throw yeah, as much right? money at right? as they sure. could afford mm. people just be like money and yeah like, yeah th- oh i dropped some but that's fine yeah 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 like the thing that fascinated me the most was first of all how um popular yeah Harry Potter still is because mm. um, I went there and there's tons of kids there yeah. Yeah. still dressing up mm. and they're all lined up to get their merch and their yeah. wands I was like well that's their money maker yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter Absolutely. if they sell the show yeah um, and yeah that fascinated me first yeah. of all and then obviously how much merch was there was the yeah. second thing yeah. I was like of course um, but the show, production itself is it's just, just amazing. It's mind boggling. Mm, it really, really is. So I was disappointed that we couldn't get that guest on. The, yeah. The, you know, things might change because they're in the end of their run true. now. Maybe oh, they might okay. be cooler with yeah. it. Like. Well, I was very lucky to talk to Gillian Cosgriff about her show. Oh. Um, um, actually good, which wow. is at Melbourne. Um, yeah. And that, oh, fuck that production. Great. Mm. So we had a quick chat about Harry Potter while yeah. she was on. Yeah. Because she'd finished. Sure. Um, and well, we didn't go into it in like too much. Yeah. Day, yeah. But, um, yeah. She's incredible. Wow. That would have been such a, a super cool talent. That's so good. Far out. Yeah. Um, well, one one thing I wanted to ask um, was about you two. Because we were talking before you both met in um, in your uni degree. Yes. Um, so could you tell me about that lovely moment and and how it all <laughs> blossomed from there? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is my favorite. You story. love to love I was it. Just gonna say, cut while I telling a story. So you excellent tell it. because it speaks on behalf of how problematic this industry can be. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We we met. At a sexual assault meeting. By the way, this story came up when we got married too. Yeah. And I oh, clar- wow. I clarified then and I'm gonna clarify now. Yeah. I did not sexually assault someone. Okay. The meeting was in general about the dangers of sexual assault oh. in our industry. Oh, the, okay. Like, you know, like doggy ear this page because it's important. This is how you know if someone mm. like do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was that kind of stuff. When you when we were talk- <laughs> when we said it at the at our wedding, 
Kat was like, I met Ryan in a sexual assault meeting. And it said and it sounded as if like, well, <laughs> naughty boy Ryan, and yeah. now we're married. And mm. I was like, no, no, but let me but no no. Because this is <laughs> let's back That's a big. Bit. That's a big alley. Like let, let's just yeah, yeah. let's slow down a second. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. No, wow. but it was a meeting about how problematic people in the industry are and yeah. <laughs> everything that was happening at the time. Yeah. Uh, this was just before the Me Too movement right. as yeah. well. Okay. So, yeah, it, was. Yeah, it, was, it hasn't even happened yet. Changed. Mm. Yeah. This massive Hollywood upheaval, yeah. which was, well, everywhere upheaval, mm. really, which yeah. is fucking great. That's right. And it was like, so there was definitely, but it was on the rise of it. So people in the industry knew there was going to be a downfall. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at that point, people were kind of like, we're still getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. Just kept doing exactly. it. You gotta wonder what was going through the minds oh, of some dude. of the people when all that came out. They go, "Oh, yeah. fuck!" Absolutely. Like it's not an isolated no. incident. It's not like no. America. No, Why no. would you do that to your actors and worst actresses? kept secret like, in Hollywood as well. Yeah, you know? mm, fuck mm. yeah! Like oh, everyone knew. Everyone knew. People yeah. were like, "Hey, if you ever do a meeting with so and so, don't let them touch you." Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're yeah. like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Like, shake, shake hand. No. Nope. Pat on the back. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Don't Crazy. let them do it. And so people just knew it. It was just a warning. Yeah. Oh, it was wild. And that's the thing because we um, <laughs> so we're having this meeting. Yes. And, <laughs> and go. <laughs> and it was the person who hosted it was problematic in themselves. But <laughs> so I thought it was yeah. a bit ironic. I was like, mm, you shouldn't be the one saying this. <laughs> but Ryan just stood up and was like, do not touch anyone. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was Perfect. like, I was like that man, I'm going to marry that man right there. <laughs> so, so then we, uh, we walked out and I in, go to introduce Ryan and introduced myself to Ryan and I'm like, oh, I really loved what you had to say (laughs) because he was the only one with common sense in a room of how many people. And I was like, um, I was like, that's like, I just like the way you're thinking. You're very good. And then Ryan couldn't find any words and started Mm -hmm. stuttering. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's let's recreate it. I was like, hi, I'm Katarina. What you said was really great. Yeah, limp you. wrist. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to handshake. And then, no, from, I was yeah. just shy. I was mm. just like, because that, like, I was just shy. I don't yeah. know. Like, certain things you're kind of like, no, this is it. And then other things you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And like, Kat was like, man, that was really cool. And I was like, I think, you know what? Honestly, I mm. think when you said that, I was like, oh, but like, I'm just being like, yeah regular old person like mm. right Common like sense, i don't right? this doesn't need like a like it, it was not like it was nice that cat introduced us and said thank you so much about whatever, whatever whatever because then i knew who cat was and now mm. she is my wife and this that's the best part of my life right yeah. but it was just a thing of like oh there's no like <laughs> i don't need to be congratulated for that right yeah like yeah. that surely and then yeah. that it was funny because like now thinking back on it, I'm like, what an indictment on our industry. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that cat was like, oh, cool, you said that. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. wow. What a what Great a thinker job. between the ears on this one. And I was just like, really? I, really? I don't know. For real? Like, it was just yeah. So I think it was more just like I was like taking a bit off guard because I was like, that's well, first off, that's just what normal people do. Like, yeah. not normal, but like people should be doing that right? yeah like yeah. that shouldn't happen yeah that's but right then we were friends and then we we had an like an interest to be friends with each other mm. okay because we were like 
that I feel like that's how relationships should yeah, start, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like, something if I, you have that's a, important for me, I mm, think. Yeah, right? Yeah. You have to have like a genuine interest in the person. You can't look at them and be like, mm, damn, mama. Like, <laughs> because then it's just like, well, hold on. I think on. that's why I hate like Hinge and all the dating apps. Yeah. You got to be like, I'm a smooth talker. Yeah, yeah. Here's my pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> Let's meet for coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite pickup line is, do you want to fuck? Like, like, <laughs> don't. You shouldn't have a pickup line. Yeah. Just talk to a person and yeah, find some exactly. common ground that's genuinely yeah. interesting. But then, yeah, we kind of like, yeah, we were friends and and then we were kind of like, and then I was like, hey, I um, uh, want to ask you a question, actually. Uh, are you, uh, you know, I don't think, I can't remember what the question was. Mm. It wasn't like, do you want to go out? I think it was just like, man, I, I love hanging, like, I really like hanging out with you. Can we, like, I think I was just like genuinely interested in her as a person. Mm. Yeah. And the whole idea of like, let's date was like, not the furthest thing from my mind, but I was like, that's not, I'm curious to ask this, but mm. I was like, I asked that question and then went, oh, I can't, you know, I, I want to be here, yeah, friends and stuff, you yeah. know, like, because we're friends and I like being her friend. But then we got, and then we started dating and then we were just like, oh, it's just friends, but a little bit more intense friends, like, <laughs> because we hug a lot and stuff now and <laughs> we don't have to be like, hey, hey oops, sorry. And uh, hey, oh. <laughs> there's none of that. It's just like, hey, and then like a big hug kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's nice. So then it just kind of like elevated our relationship a little bit. Yeah. Um, to like, yeah, with yeah, I know. I feel like that's really cool when that happens. But it was mm. also a lot of me trying to pursue Ryan because Ryan would avoid me in the hallways. Oh, okay. He was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, one day I was walking out the back and he's like, "I need to ask you a question." And I was like, "Okay." And I'm waiting, and he's like, "Message me." I was like, "Yeah, I was like, okay." okay. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in in essence, the weirdest thing yeah, a guy me. could do to me, like. <laughs> Hey, I need to talk to you. It's like, oh, cool. What do you want to talk about? Message me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had, to make, I had to make a quick exit, exit stage, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, That's in essence, that is the weirdest thing a guy could say and it's do. So, like, when we talked later, I was like, oh my god, this is the fucking most <laughs> awkward thing for her to oh live god. through that experience. Yeah. And somehow but, yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, yeah, why not? Let's go on this date, I guess. <laughs> then we went to Pancakes on the Rocks. Oh, no, we great. didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. went to Spanish Tapas. <laughs> oh, that was a go. quick quiz for our relationship, and guess who failed? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I like you did make a quick turnaround, though. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. That was Literally, very good. as soon as I said um, <laughs> Pancakes on the Rocks, I was like, nope. I was like, no, no. <laughs> and this is where we actually went. And what a funny joke Ryan just told, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He took someone else to Pancakes oh. on the Rocks. Mm. But we did go to Pancakes on the Rocks. Eventually. Oh. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. And now it's we demolished. Yeah, now it's demolished. Oh. This is very sad. <laughs> very sad story. Like our relationship. <laughs> like, our, like our relationship. Goodbye. Oh, God. Excellent. Well, I know as well you're both um, actors and you're both in the industry itself. So um, I guess one of the things I wanted to ask is, um, is there any productions that you have been in that have stood out to you in your mind that's mm. been like, you know, prevalent or really important to you? Um, well, mine would be the first like proper professional play I did, which was at Belvoir downstairs. It nice. was Love and Information. Oh, yeah. That's a great show. And it was wild it yeah. was it was great because it was the first time where i was like wow i'm an actor yeah and i <laughs> i was sweating by the end of the show because it was for those that don't know about 
love and information it's multiple characters mm. and it's just dialogue and it's not like characters it's okay. just dialogue but yeah. it's little it's almost like a series of like short like two-handers almost mm. but it's just so beautiful so you, and you can like change the script around but only to a certain extent that's yeah. what's like listed at the very front of the page and you can kind of create your own stories with it which is amazing it's like a blank canvas for creatives yeah and it was great because we had this big light up board that would like change yeah. into like a chessboard almost and then you could make anything so it was like something so simple as just a light up floor and it could turn into a lab, into an airport, into yeah. a, a house, into anything. Yeah. And it was just a lot of... Um, it was great. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. And it was just so good. Just my first day like there, backstage, and then we got to like write our company down on the door. And it was just so nice. Like every night seeing that and being like, yeah. oh my God, I'm immortalized. Yeah. They've since painted over it. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. no. So many people did that though. There were so many. It was oh, so good. Nice. But uh, it, was, it was nice to see that and to go, wow, this is amazing. This is something I can share for everyone else. And yeah. it's a very intimate space. So yeah. you can feel what the audience feels yeah. like so it's beautiful. I like that space yeah. really nice. it is a very it's amazing yeah. and it's because I had seen Ryan perform there only like probably a year before yeah. that I was like oh my god this is so nice I get to perform in the same stage yeah. as Ryan and it was just a full circle because that's where I started like you know naturally because I went to college just around the corner mm. I w was going to Belvoir quite often mm. and I was like yeah. how amazing would it be if I could just perform here yeah, yeah. And as art students do you kind of yeah. idolize the place that you go mm. to the most yeah absolutely so it was just so beautiful and the company at the time I did get along with really well which helps you know you gotta yeah. have chemistry mm. and although you may never speak to those people again after or like not as often yeah it's important for the moment. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, for sure. so it was really beautiful. And all the conflict that did happen with the cast, at least they found a way to resolve it for showtime, which yeah. is fantastic. And it was just, it was amazing. But it also was a great production because it also taught me a lot about, well, shit happens. Yeah, because yeah. we did have a guest who was um, heckling uh, during no. the performance and the show had to stop. Oh and my God. That was on the night that I went to. That yeah. Was you were what? right next to them. I was so. actually right <gasps> next to them. They just mm. had like too much to drink. Mm. And then someone was talking on the stage and they were doing a thing and she was like, yeah, no, yeah. Why don't, yeah, no, now you talk now. And she was like, it was like she was directing the thing <laughs> and was all the playwright slash director. And what? it was like, motherfucker, this is rhetorical. Just shut up and listen. Like, and I feel like the, the your director, who was great. Luke Rogers, yeah. Um, I feel like, him and I kind of got on a little bit better after this mm. experience mm. because she was doing whatever. And I was like, can you shut the fuck up? Jesus. And like, and then Luke stepped on stage mm. and was like, sorry, hold there for a sec. Yeah. And then walked over and was like, you have to leave if you're not going to be quiet. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, but you know, and I was like, no, no, can you fucking leave? So then Luke, I didn't es escort them out, but Luke and I were kind of like, Hey, Leave now, please. Mm. This is a show. You need to shut up. Fuck. So then they That's left. Ridiculous. Mm. And then he was like, sorry, cool. Can we go back to the beginning of that scene? Thank you very much. Actors, yeah. just back to your first positions, yeah. please. How professional. Went back. And then, oh man, super so fucking respectful. Mm. Yeah. Like, I already wild. liked Luke at that point, but then mm. my professional respect for him went through the yeah. roof because That's I was good. like, fuck, what a way to handle yes. that situation. Yeah, definitely. So That's great. Because they, I don't, they had like two glasses of wine in the theater, but they oh, were already God. drunk. So they mm. must have had about three or four outside. Yeah. 
And wine Jeez. drunk is something Great else. way to handle it, man. And yeah. a, drunk, a drunk actor taking part in a show mm. is like an actor's worst nightmare mm. and yeah. best dream. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if a drunk actor was to come up and be like, yeah, then you do this. Actors are like okay enough that they can like improv their way through that and go, mm. okay, now go fucking sit down and then like deal with it. And then, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, this you is, this is a show, man. On, uh, on the West End where that's happening. At the moment. Oh, what? Yeah, so like when oh, people... Are, seen some yeah, stuff, yeah. When people are going to see like Wicked and The Bodyguard and things like that, these audience members are singing along mm. and screaming and shouting like it's some sort of karaoke night. And like shows have had to be stopped because yeah. um, people are just so rowdy at the moment. Mm. Now, I don't know what's gone on in the West Whoa, End theatres, but they're yeah. all just like, oh, of course I'm going to sing Defying Gravity. It's like, how about you let the person who's trained yeah, yeah. Can yeah. sing, yeah. sing <laughs> Defying Gravity? They're trained to do it. Exactly. You're drunk and yeah. have a complex. Be quiet. Exactly. So annoying. Crazy. And that's like, yeah, that, but and because it wasn't my scene yet, so I was backstage getting ready. And then because we have the... Oh, yeah. The, the microphone at the back and we just hear um no stop yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like huh <laughs> this wasn't in rehearsal <laughs> i was like what just happened and all of us just look at each other we're like uh okay all right so this is happening Crazy. and then just went on with the show the show must go on show you guys handled on. it great too Thank the you. two actors on stage can't remember who they were mm were great they handled it really well mm-hmm. that's great yeah, yeah no it was really really good so that was definitely my most memorable one just yeah. because of the heckler yeah but yeah. other than that like it's I... always an odd experience for an actor to have a heckler mm-hmm. like that's something that like yeah you imagine that at a comedy show yeah like, someone yeah. goes oh, shut up and then do you know what i mean like but in a theater crowd in a theater crowd yeah. nah. shit man yeah. i saw that actually once when i went to see the play that goes wrong um, oh my really? <laughs> my favorite play. Amazing, love it, dude. and I love mischief theater. Love everything about them. Yeah. Um, and it was a young boy next to me, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a part in the show which is on purpose. Yeah. They put this ledger that's very important to the plot yeah. underneath it, and it's meant to be. It's a farce. Yeah. So mm. you know, it's silly as it is, and the guy comes out and he's sitting there. He goes, "Oh, a ledger," and he's like trying to find this ledger but it's under the chair and he's like meant to pretend he doesn't know that it's there even though like everyone knows it's there and he's going a ledger a ledger and then this kid next to me goes it's under this chair and then he goes and that was all planned uh no 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 oh what but um apparently it happens a lot because i I also saw them do the same show on broadway yeah and audiences did the same so i think they it's like they're baiting the audience to say it yeah so then whenever they do it he stops and he's like i know it's there it's (laughs) not tv i can hear you and so he breaks character and doesn't and then he builds up to goes a ledger a ledger and the audience lose it but i thought it wasn't it was the first time i'd experienced a heckler in the audience wow. so i was sitting next to this kid thinking like can these parents shut their fucking kid yeah. up this is a show <laughs> so i was like it was crazy but i love that show i love it so much that's, so that's amazing i love that i would love to be a part of an experience like that. yeah, mm. yeah definitely. i hear too that that show is choreographed like like to a cho- t to mm. a t yeah and it's all like f- it's like movement coaches and fight choreography. Yeah. It has to be. Because it has to be. It's not just yeah. a show where like, I'll kick the door open and then you go no, like this and no, then no, it no. smacks and then you go, oh, my head. Yeah. Like it's a full Because there's fire involved. Yeah. Like yeah. things collapse, things fall down and hit you on the head. Yeah. There's like so much, but it is mm. so well done yeah. and I love it. I love it so much. I wish they'd bring it. Are they going to bring they it to They did Australia bring it. At some point? It was oh, like years ago. Um, okay. They brought Peter Pan Goes Wrong, which is on Broadway at the right. moment. Yes. Um, That's what's been all over my Yeah, TikTok. Neil Patrick mm. Harris is in it. Yeah. Oh, really? Narrator. Yeah. That's cool. Which would be great. 
Um, that would be that so was cool. Um, who was in it? Jay Gaia was in it um, here. I remember oh, seeing that. Okay. Yeah, that was good fun. It was Whoa. on during college, when we were in college. Oh, oh there you go. Okay. Mm, yeah. What That's was your memorable show. play? Oh, yes, your memorable <laughs> show. Um, it's not all about me. <laughs> no. I mean, it could be. I mean, yeah, <laughs> could be. It is. I could exit. Yeah, <laughs> stage left. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only did this in two parts, actually. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> First one would be the show that I did at um, Riverside at Parramatta. Mm. That was a ridiculous show because, not ridiculous, it was a great show. The whole, the um, the uh, um, the words escaping me, but like the whole uh, thing of that show was that it was, it was a ridiculously uh, um, a adult show mm. to be a part of, if that makes sense. Not in the sense that like we talk about sex, just in the sense that, like, oh, my God, there are all these actors and the directors and mm. the well, directors are so much, like, they've done so much. One of mm. them is, like, doing, is in charge of the actors, is the head teacher of the actor studio in America. Oh, wow. Mm. One of them does the Olympic thing, like, choreographs the Olympic. He did the, oh, the opening, opening ceremony. Yeah. ceremony oh, for right. nuts. Yeah. He was also, back in the day, the artistic director of STC. Wow, okay. The other actors that were on stage, one of them had a series that mm. was airing on the Disney Channel. Okay. One of them is now blowing up in America because he's done, like, a couple of sh self-written short films and yeah. works and stuff that have gone really big. Like, yeah. Which I'm going to plug, we've had on our episode, which, <laughs> which was Alex. Yeah. He was in Macro Mermaids. We also Me, yeah. had Jennifer Soldatic, who so was the, she was, was she co-director? She was, yeah, her and... Um, Wayne Harrison. Her and Wayne Harrison directed it together. Mm. Wayne Harrison was artistic director of SEC in his mm. time. No way. And did the Olympic thing. But you also Jennifer worked... Soldatic, can I just say, sorry, I am so in love with Jennifer Soldatic. Yeah. As a director, she is phenomenal. And I I love working with her. And if I had that one experience, it was a great experience. Mm. And I w I'm looking for opportunities to try to to work with her again okay. because I just mm. fell in love with. She's so good. With her. She's great. Mm. But you also um, you were alongside Caroline Brazier. Oh yeah, Caroline Brazier from <laughs> who's in Rake. Rake. And oh who okay, was done yeah. Dinner <laughs> I at Rake. the Opera House. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is my, <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah. The dinner was really, really good. Um, yeah, it was fan mm. fantastic actually. And she's she's really lovely as well. Mm. I really like her. The other actually the other thing about that show was that it was a collaborative thing. Mm. So for people who aren't aware, The Incredible Here and Now was actually a book. Okay. Written by Felicity. Felicity, because I can't. I always mess up the, her last name. Felicity I'm Castagna, it's I something think, with this. Like as my skills, I want to focus on his name. Yeah, mm. I'm so bad at. And it's such a simple thing. <gasps> it that, is. Like, you just like how do you say it? It's oh, so cool. important as well. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> someone's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just bad. I with do them. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Felicity Castagna wrote the book, and then she, as gracefully as she was, as as as, as she did, said was like very open to a collaborative experience where mm. for six weeks, ooh, six weeks? I can't remember. Six weeks, I think. We took the book, wrote the play. Yeah. So like, I actually, this is, I like, I like that I can say this actually. We took, we took her book. We all read it and, and stuff and kind of said, and figured out the relationships with the characters and how they relate to each other, the story, how the story relates to the characters, how that would work theatrically, like all this kind of stuff. And then we turned the book into a play. That's cool. Um, the Incredible Here and Now, the play. And then, so then when we performed it, it was the world premiere. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But now that book has gone in. This this is the part that I kind of like, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, fuck, this meant a lot to me. Yeah. 
that book has now gone into circulation. So if you the play, sorry, has gone into circulation. Oh, okay. So if you were to find the play, yeah. I'm fairly so I've got it at home. I'm fairly yeah. certain you would see on the front page the original cast and uh, my name yeah. would be that's there. Special, which yeah. is really oh, special, special, right? Like when I used to like at at, at school and stuff, and yeah. we did like. Um, you know, uh, like all these plays, the Laramie Project, and mm. all, all these plays yeah, yeah. that we read, and then you flip open to the or Don's Party or, or yeah. the the Removalist. Like when you flip it open and you read the fir- the mm. original mm. cast, you go, "Man, how great for them!" That not like, look at me, I'm commercial, not like no, that. no, just, just in the sense say, of fuck. Yeah. They cre- they were a part of this. And they created. I, I remember this. doing that a lot, and you'd recognize someone's name. Be like, oh yeah. my god, they were in like the first yeah. production of this. Oh my god, Paul Rudd was in this. Yeah, like, the shape of it's things. Like, um, like when Prima Farsi like de- yeah. debuted at Griffin, you mm. know, yeah. and obviously it wasn't Jodie Comer. Sure. So whenever anyone reads that place, it's so it's taken off now. They'll yeah. see you know the actress's name in there. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh wow, cool. Like, yeah, yeah like, oh my god, he did. The- yeah, you know, yeah, it's just really cool. What was it? We picked up a play off of our bookshelves. We have like six bookshelves at our house and we just picked one off and we had a look and Lex's name was in it, who was in an episode. He was one of our tutors, the one that was in Kingswood Country. And he was like in the original cast of, I think it was a David Williams play. Oh, wow. Even something like that. And I was like... Oh we were my like, oh, God. Doing, like, what the hell? And then we found out after we had done the interview with him. So we're like, oh, I would have been cool. To yeah, yeah. It's always hard. You yeah, don't know amazing. everything, do you? Mm, yeah. But that cool. was that the the that play was probably the most important thing. Like not the most important thing. Mm. The most kind of like struck me mm. in yeah. a different way. Okay. But then the Superwalk video you were talking about, yeah. it was literally four seconds or something that I was in it for. But I can say without a shadow of a doubt that meant a lot to me because I've been watching their videos for years mm. and I was like, and it wasn't just like, oh, they're so funny and, you know, the, you know, all the, the angry dad and he's like, what are you doing? And then he runs yeah. up. It wasn't like, that was funny and stuff. And yeah. You appreciate it. But it was more a thing of like, fuck, look at these kids go, man. They're wogs like me mm. and look what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. And they're also Egyptian. A, and they're, they're also Egyptian. Right. So okay. I'm in my head, I'm like, well, man, look at them go. I can do it too. Yeah. And special. every other act, this is what I loved. And what kind of struck me in a similar sense to The Incredible Hero Now, every actor on that set was ethnic in some mm. way. Right. And okay. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Even yeah. the guy, the AD that was texting oh, me to organize cool. the shoot, the production company was like, I think ABC kind of threw something at them a little mm. bit to kind of like help them do it because this was, they'd had their series premiering already on yeah. ABC. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but it was just a thing of like, man, look at these guys. Two wog kids. I'm a wog. All the other actors, wogs. The guy yeah. who helped organize the shoot, what? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That word is like maybe an offensive word to people, but let's fucking take ownership of that because mm. it just meant something to me. I was mm. like, shit, man. I'm yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel alone on that set. Yeah. Everyone mm. was kind of like That's in special. the same thing as me, and I was like, this is special, man. Like this Great. really. I I hold that really close to myself. Yeah. You know? And it's also the one role everyone remembers Ryan from. Oh really? So, oh yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> everyone that like people I have not spoken to yeah. in years would be like, yeah. oh my god, I saw Ryan on Superwalk. No way. And I'm like, out of all the things he's done, really? <laughs> you and saw him on that. <laughs> and then yeah. people would like, because like something was happening on TikTok because he's a tradie and yeah. so people will make tradie jokes. Yeah. And it went on TikTok so I just tagged Ryan. Love it. <laughs> and then everyone's like, like you know? it. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's him. And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, when I tell you in, in, in however many years time if I get there, if I'm a multi-award nominated yeah. or a winning actor or whatever and know. I go on the Graham Norton show, yeah. Graham Norton would be like, so Ryan, 
back when you were a young boy, you did <laughs> Superwalk. And I'd yes. be like, yeah, I did. I did. That was you. You, you, you did that. You, yeah. you. Like, whatever happens, like, that'll oh, it's going to follow me everywhere. Yeah. But, like, I love that shit, and man. And you like, just pretend like you don't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know the story <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Superwalk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I know yeah, the story. 100%. But everyone always says, because, like, the line that, um, Superwog says to Ryan is well, Toyo- Toyota Hilux yeah, so every time people see Ryan they're like, like Toyota Hilux <laughs> and I'm like here's a Toyota Hilux baby and then like, <laughs> so I'm like do we need to get one we need yeah, a sponsor yeah, yeah. That's great. Toyota, Toyota Hilux sponsor us and sponsor this podcast and our podcast yeah please. yeah yeah that'd be really yeah. cool Toyota Hilux Toyota. that's yeah. it what a tradie needs yep my dad's a, a carpenter he's yeah. driven a Toyota Hilux sometime in his life <laughs> you heard it here first well I want to ask you the question I've been asking a lot of the guests on the yeah. podcast I kind of mm. just forgot it was my episode for a second then I thought <laughs> oh, it was just yours sorry <laughs> you're just catching up like no I loved it. it I was like yeah <laughs> um, I want to know how you think the theatre industry has changed over the years and how those changes have impacted the work that you do and the work that you take part in. So there is a lot of changes, of course, in theatre. Um, I feel like there's good and bad that has changed. The um, I might get a bit deep here, but <laughs> there's more fear when it comes to putting on a production. Oh, so I've I feel, never heard someone say it mm, like that. Yeah, but not so much from a performer's perspective. Mm. But from, I know a lot of business perspectives okay. are too scared to offend. So they are, sometimes they do, sometimes, I mean, the good ones <laughs> will look at, yeah. is it diverse enough? Is it mm. going to speak to the right audience? Is it going to um, be inclusive and are people going to feel seen? Mm. Because... Of the rise of the Me Too movement and everything else that happened, people do fear um, unnecessary nudity, which I'm yeah. a big fan of not having on. Because <laughs> by all means, if you want to, you can, but no one should feel pressured. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like a lot of this change is more so in independent theatre. Mm. And that's all the best shows because they are doing it for the right reasons and they're doing it because... Yes, they're putting it on for themselves, but they're putting it on for other people. Mm. And so they want to speak for those people. So there is that fear of cancel culture. I know that's a dirty word for some people, but it works. Yeah. <laughs> it does work yeah, because it you. makes people think harder yeah. on what they're going to put on. Mm. So there is that change in the sense that we are starting to see the rise of... Um, so I was... You know, I, I, when I started acting, I did a lot of Shakespeare and I loved gender bending. Yeah. And I don't mm. believe necessarily there is need for, unless it's absolutely necessary mm. for like gender or sexuality in theatre, I think it can be very free and diverse. So I feel like there is more of that happening now and there is more conversations about it happening mm. now. Mm. And again, there are starting to be more ethnic people, more people of colour. I know for me... Because I look the way I look, I <laughs> people don't realize I am Italian. Okay, <laughs> so, right, yeah. So sometimes I won't get put on as many roles. Yeah. But I'm not necessarily mad about that yeah, because right. I love watching things more than I hate to say it, more than I love doing it. Okay. <laughs> I love watching people. I yeah. love supporting other people, and so 
there will be a lot more castings where sometimes I'll go in. They loved my performance, but then mm. the production mm. team will be like, oh, we're going to go a different yeah, direction I because they feel like they should have someone more diverse or right. something like that, which uh, is understandable. Yeah. So again, it comes into that fear of cancel culture, but for the right reasons. I saw a production recently and it's just kind of jumping off yours. I'm not going to mm. name it, but it was the first time where I sat there and I went, why this story? Mm. You know, it wasn't yeah. bad or like anything. I was just like, really? Like, why this one? Mm. Why is this the one you've chosen mm. to put on? You know, it's not new. Mm. And like yeah. when the ending came, I was like, saw that coming. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that's the first time I kind of, yeah, had that sort of question. I was like, out of all the ones you could have thought about putting on, mm. why'd you choose this one for? Yeah. Mm. So it was just something I've, you kind of realized that, you know, I've seen so much brand new stuff and, diverse stuff as well that it was the first time something like that stood out to me yeah. whereas sure. probably five years ago we've just been like yep yeah, yeah good exactly good job, guys. yeah yeah because yeah, that's all we knew back then yeah. and there are some larger companies that do get given more of the funding that i feel like don't have enough of that fear <laughs> and they right. don't think too much into it and what they're producing mm. and that's why i just always prefer to go see it independent theatre more and independent films a lot lately as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I feel like that's what's really changed about it. But hopefully it stays that positive (laughs) further for many, many years to come. Yeah. That was very... Yeah, (laughs) I like that. Thank you. (laughs) Watch me sound like a uh, fucking Neanderthal. Yeah, follow that one up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it's... uh, um, um, (laughs) Still on that. Um. I think it goes goes back to what I was. Oh, I did. Sorry, I did want to say something too. Mm. The question you asked about plays that kind of like struck a chord or something that was really important to you. Yeah, I wanted to because I forgot to say this. Um, that my mate who was in the the lead role in that show, who him and I got really close and kind of caught up for like beers and stuff and hung out, and he, I I actually genuinely hold him very close to my heart too. Um, probably like two or three years after that show like finished and we were kind of off doing whatever um he was in a motorbike accident and he passed away and it was i've i did like it was weird coping with that was weird yeah as far as like as far as deaths go it's just you can't really fucking cope with it Mm. but um that was like a weird experience because it wasn't just like that we were we're like, hey man, how you doing? Yeah, cool. Fist bump. We'll yeah. meet up in a sec or whatever. It yeah. was like six weeks of an intensive, and because of the relationship we had in the show as well, he was. I feel that him and I had formed a really close bond mm. because it, me naturally, I'm a little bit shy, but I'm. You wouldn't know it to look at me, but <laughs> if we, if I know you, I really come out of my shell, kind of thing. That's yeah. kind of just how I'm geared, I guess. Okay. And with him, we he was dealing with some pretty heavy shit in that play. Yeah. And I like to have a lot of fun. I don't know what that is, what that says about me, but I, I like to have a lot of fun. And I think him and I bonded really quick over that because I think it was a bit of an escape that while he was gearing himself up for this traumatic shit in this play, mm. that I was his best mate in the play. And then we kind of, we became very, very close in mm. real life because it was a thing of like, his escape from that was, hey, let's go get lunch or something. I just need yeah. to kind of gear out of this headspace yeah. a bit. And we're like, yeah, sure. And then we were talking about shit or funny things that happened or like, oh my God, did you see this movie? Oh my God, they were actually, you know, inspired by this. And mm. it was very fun because we had that we had that kind of relationship that we could rely on each other, that we would 
at least he could rely on me that for the course of that show, if there was heavy shit and he was like, I just don't know what to do, um, we would, uh, he could rely on me that I would be able to pull him out of that a little bit and give him something a little bit more positive during the course of this kind of heavy shit that he was going through. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he's, I mean, he has, he had, I keep saying he has, he had his own theater company. He still has it, I guess, because it's in his name, but it's called Last One Standing okay. or Last Man Standing. Last one. Last Yeah, last one. Fuck, why am I forgetting this? Last One Standing? Yes. Last One Standing yes. Theatre Company. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> last One Standing Theatre Company. I don't know why I forgot that. Um, and his girlfriend has recently taken over that. Oh, okay. And they're doing like theatre stuff and she's moving it towards like film mm. and television oh, stuff nice. as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, the, the only reason I bring that up is because like a few weeks ago, I got a follow from that company mm. with a message. Um, and it was just her saying, hey, I'm, you guys are all being followed by this, you know, this company because you're all fans of you know i'm not going to say his name but you're all fans of my boyfriend and oh that's um, nice and it was really nice so then yeah. that took me back and then i was like oh shit mm. and then it was kind of you know so that would that, that was the other aspect sorry okay. of that question that you asked why that was so important to me because it was yeah. my first real like oh man i'm so excited like you, you know with this guy in my life he's very very cool i really like him and then it was like that love and loss and let go, hold on tightly, but let go lightly kind of thing. Cause yeah. it's, it's hard, especially when something like this happens. Yeah, definitely. But like, that's why I hold it so close to my heart. Um, but then the, sorry, the question that you asked just then that Kat answered like a pro. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think when I was younger, I was like uh, something that I kind of fell in love with. I still kind of am in love with it now is, um, theater. That's very, um, bare bones theater mm. okay like if you were to go into a theater in the round and there's a couple milk crates oh, and the way they do the set is they throw around yeah right and then they like instead of having a table like this because there's a scene where they're having dinner mm. they throw off uh, like a, a fucking um a like a white cloth or yeah. a white mm. blanket and stuff or over a milk crate that they stack oh yeah but then they incorporate that in their movement kind of like no i told you no bang yeah and someone yeah. does yeah. that and then you go so what happened and then you just make this beautiful transition mm. into a different scene where you're having dinner on a milk crate yeah and someone goes so tell me about it and maybe the dinner in the sh in that theater in the in the play was like chicken and potatoes or something but they just open a can of peaches and go come on so what happened and then they do that yeah. mm. and then you're just sitting and then they're sitting there eating fucking peaches canned peaches or something but it works because it's a stylized way of being very um I, what's the word minimalist minimalist yeah. thank you it's a stylized way of being very minimalist when yeah. you rely on yourselves i like that in your own movement it's i just i find that really cool yeah. yeah so i fell in love with that when i was younger i still am in love with that and i like that we're embracing that mm. a bit more yeah and we i think could... you gotta trust audiences yeah you know, That's like right. audiences aren't dumb yeah. one of the best things a director said to me when i was like 18 because yeah. i wanted to do directing mm. he said you gotta trust audiences yeah you know like if you do that yeah they're gonna go oh it's a table it's yeah. fine you know it's only people that don't ever 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 come to theater yeah, yeah. they've been dragged along and go where am i what yeah. am i doing what's <laughs> <I'm laughs> on the milk ground? crate they're having it's a like, picnic yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah you got to trust audiences absolutely um, yeah yeah so i feel like that obviously all the other stuff that i've said but yeah that's that's important they were all amazing answers thank you so much for that <laughs> um did you uh want to do the one minute theater thoughts to wrap up 
It's my little segment at the of end course. of all yes. my podcast episodes. Of course. Yeah. I well, want then the we specialty. have to do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Yeah. Oh I'm ready God. for the okay. chef special. Okay. <laughs> the chef special. I love that. I'm going to call that. Okay. Um, here we go. What has been your favourite production you've seen recently? A hundred percent. What she said by Josephine Gazard over at KXC in the vault. <laughs> mm, you were saying that before, mm, yeah. Best. I was also going to say that, but I won't say that now. I will say, ah, uh, uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> the Italians. Oh, I love the, the Italians. Italians. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. Um, what's your go-to karaoke song? Ooh. Uh, what's the Miley Cyrus' song? Oh, yeah. um, Party in the USA? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I wish I was that choice, fun. So. The Midnight Sun. Is it? Um, yeah. Midnight. No, I'm not going to sing that. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, I don't know. Wait, wait, what's the song? I, I don't swear. Know I don't, wait. Have we heard it before? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Obviously, I've heard it before. Shows a lot about me <laughs> that I went straight to Party in the USA. Party in the USA is a good song. Oh, but all that jazz as well from oh, Chicago. Yeah, That's my go to. Any song by Ed Sheeran, mm. but I feel like You Need Me is a really good song by him. He's got yeah. like some great things in there and then he raps a bit. Oh, it's really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, what role haven't you played yet that you'd still want to? Oh, haven't played yet. Mm. That's a good question. Um, Before my youth is over, I'd love to play a teenager once again. <laughs> 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 hey, cool kids! <laughs> it's me. That's <laughs> fellow such an actor thing to say. Hold on, backwards to your youth. cap. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids and teens. <laughs> last one I did was Juliet, and then oh, I, I just lady. knew that was going to yeah. be the last one. And I was like, no, please, I'm begging you. You're heading into Lady Capulet territory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna be the nurse real soon. <laughs> I would like to play Macbeth. Oh, I love it. I'd really like to play Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. But and that but then oh I have no I won't. No, I have two answers. Oh. Okay. I've got Macbeth. Yep. But then Corey Lanes was someone that I played when I was in high um when college. I was in college yeah. and it was great. I would love to play the opposite oh, yeah. of Phidias. Because oh. he's like a war general. We did like a whole thing for it. It was fucking great, but I'd love to do that. My yeah. dream role is Hamlet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite. Mm. I love it. Hamlet mm. would be terrific. Um, uh, which production would you most want to see come to Australia? Ooh, ooh. Um, most of th- them have come for me. I was thinking about it just the other day. Oh, my goodness. Can it be something I've seen before or something? No. Oh, I mean, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to bend the walls. Yeah, well, you do whatever you want. Um, Someone the other days of the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Um, I would love to see the play that goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Oh, need it. Need yep. it. Otherwise, I'm a sucker for Phantom of the Opera, and I know it just oh, yeah. came and left, but the sequel... Um, love, oh, love never dies. dies. Okay. I did like it. I know a lot of people like again. It's yeah. that fan fiction thing. Yeah, yeah. But I love fan fiction. So yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm like, bring that back. I loved it. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting one. <laughs> um, Beetlejuice. Yeah. I really want Beetlejuice to come to yes, Australia. Yes, 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 yes. Please make that happen. Whoever's yes. going to be listening to this. Excellent. Uh, and the last question I wanted to ask was, who we, who would be your dream podcast guest? Oh, yeah, who'd be your dream mm. guest for the podcast? Joe Rogan. <laughs> Well, really? actually, no, you know what? <laughs> no, no, no. 
Nah. I don't know why I said that. Go on. Joe Rogan, you're still good, though. It's not an indictment on you as a person. Oh, oh, you know what? Okay, so I'm a sucker for British shows mm. and British oh, sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... <gasps> I, so what are you going to say? Do you think what I'm going to say? Uh, I, I don't or know. Or just one. I like anyone from either... What are you going to... You're going to say what I'm going to say. I thought you were going to say... The Castle Red Dwarf. Yeah, anyone from Dwarf. there or Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I was, I <laughs> thought thought you was going to say. That. Yeah, 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 anyone. I thought you were going to say like David Tennant. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. My, oh he's my celebrity. <laughs> I love him. But also so anyone good. from Red Dwarf because I'm a sucker for them at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so particularly Craig Charles is... He's great. Doing his thing for me right now. <laughs> so I would absolutely love that because he does a lot of funk and soul music. So uh, that's like... Actually, yeah. He's and a he's a slam poet. Really? And, yeah. wow. and he's very good. But yeah, but otherwise David Tennant, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd no, pass out I. on the floor. Yeah. I originally, my first answer would have been Sean from Short Stack because that was my everything when okay. I was a teenager. But then he was on the show and yeah. for 15 minutes and I cried for 45. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was the best ever. <laughs> that was like my ultimate. I could have died happy that day and wow. i would be like my time has come yeah, Actually, yeah you know what <laughs> technically what she can claim is that she helped to jump start his musical career again no <laughs> no 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 hold I'm on that she's not saying this i am and i'll tell you why because yep. he came on the podcast yeah he then very soon after like i would say probably like less than a year announced a tour COVID was the only thing that stopped it. Announced a tour across all of Australia. Yeah. And we went and saw him at the Metro. There you go. It was I great. I brought back Short Stag. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, millennial emos and punk heads. That's right. That's so. great. Well, thank you so much for that. And again, thank you so much for having me in your studio oh, um, to record the episode. That was so much fun. Thank you so much. Oh, good. Thank, thank you so much for thank having you. us on yours as well. Mm. Thank you. This is a dream come true. <gasps> yes. <laughs> a massive thank you to Ryan and Katerina for joining us on our collaborative episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast. You can listen to Tragic Thespians now wherever you get your podcasts and follow Katerina and Ryan by going to their Instagram at tragic thespians we'll be back at meraki arts bar on tuesday the 11th of july to talk with the team at queen hades productions and their performance of tough titties follow the link in our episode's description to book your tickets this episode was produced by echidna audio follow them on instagram at echidna audio for all their audio services once again if you enjoyed our podcast leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and head to the link in this episode's description for our instagram account tiktok youtube and patreon My name's Justin Clark, and I'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.